From WNYC, this is Money Talking. I'm Charlie Herman. There's a new sheriff in town, and he's moving fast, making decisions, issuing new orders, and changing the way things have been done for the past couple of years. And no, I'm not talking about President Trump, believe it or not. I'm talking about Ajit Pai, the new chairman of the Federal Communications Commission, or FCC. Trump's newly appointed chair of Federal Communications Commission has begun to attack net neutrality rules and other consumer protections. Ajit Pai wants to see regulations rolled back, including one that pits internet providers like Verizon, AT&T, and Comcast against websites like Netflix and Facebook. Pai is expected to take a more restrained regulatory approach across the board. And that includes when it comes to allowing big mergers. Like the president who chose him to be chairman, Pai has already made some decisions that show he believes less is more when it comes to regulating the telecommunications industry. And that has everyone closely watching for what he does about net neutrality. Forget what that is and why you should care? Well, joining me are two journalists who follow this agency that regulates everything from your TV to your cell phone to broadband. Cecilia Kung with The New York Times joins us by Skype and Brian Fung with The Washington Post. So, Cecilia, define what is net neutrality and why does this matter so much? Net neutrality at the highest level are regulations that protect Internet users. And what the rules do is they prevent broadband providers, those companies that give you high-speed Internet, from blocking or slowing down or in any way altering your Internet experience. The idea is that you, the consumer, should be able to access anything on the Internet equally and that your broadband service provider should not be able to determine for you how things appear in front of you. So, Brian, what are the actual steps that Pi has taken since he's become chairman? Well, he's so far taken a number of steps to change how the FCC works. One of the things that includes is by publishing uh, the text of all the decisions that the FCC intends to make before it actually votes on them. Now, that's actually a change from what the FCC did before. It used to only publish the text of the final rules after the vote. This is potentially a good step in the right direction for government transparency. But at the same time, the FCC has also moved to roll back some of the decisions that the last FCC made right before President Trump took office. And uh, one of those includes revoking the ability of a number of companies to participate in a program that is designed to help Internet providers provide low-cost Internet to poorer Americans. It doesn't sound extremely consumer-friendly. Well, the FCC says that it's primarily putting these approvals on hold, but consumer advocates say that, yes, this could actually result in fewer Americans being able to access broadband at a a lower cost. And Cecilia, he also stopped an investigation into something that does tie directly into net neutrality. Yes. The thing that he did that was sort of a first swipe at net neutrality was he closed down an investigation into a practice known as zero rating. And the idea behind this investigation was to look at how companies like AT&T and Verizon allow for some of their content to not count against your monthly limits, your data limits. And the previous FCC determined that some of those practices were questionable and potentially violated its net neutrality rules. What Ajit Pai did, the new FCC term, as he closed down that investigation, it was really a first step toward the unraveling of net neutrality rules, an action that he has promised that he's done. He said, Prior to taking this position as chair of FCC, he would take a regulatory weed whacker to all the rules that he thought were just way too cumbersome for companies. So by closing down this investigation, it doesn't swipe away net neutrality rules completely, but it is a first step, and he has promised for more. 
So it seems like there's some steps that have been taken that may lead to less equal access to the internet, but at the same time, some moves that could help transparency and a better understanding of what the FCC is actually doing. So on balance, just a couple of weeks into uh, his chairmanship, where is the FCC going? Well, I'd say on balance, actually, what's interesting is there's been several announcements of efforts to be more transparent, but a lot of the actions he's taken so far were done last Friday at a late hour and were not actually announced. They were not transparent. There was more than a dozen actions done. So that's, I think, what's really stunned people. It was the amount of activity, much of it not being particularly public. And everybody knew that he was this is a traditional Republican, new chairman of the FCC, and that he did not like the fact that a lot of rules were created during the Obama administration. And I think that's what's really concerned groups that advocate for consumers and also internet companies who are really looking at how much power telecom and cable companies will have on the internet experience. So Brian, how do you run a business if every administration that comes in is changing the rules for how you do your business? I think if you look narrowly at what's happening with net neutrality, the uncertainty represented by the potential changing of rules every four years could pose a problem for businesses. But largely speaking, with Chairman Pai's largely deregulatory approach to governance, a lot of businesses will probably um, find that the new Republican administration will free them up to do a lot of things. That's right. I think another really um, different experience that this FCC chairman will have is he has the backing of powerful members of Congress. This is a Republican-dominated Congress and a new Republican FCC chairman, and both sides agree wholeheartedly that net neutrality should be repealed in some way, that the classification of broadband as a common carrier service, which is sort of like a utility, that that should be changed. So you will see this chairman getting a lot more done more easily because of that. That was the biggest hurdle for the previous FCC was Congress pushing back. And who benefits? Well, the, the, the industry that benefits the most from all of this is the telecommunications and cable industry. They have been fighting against net neutrality and broadband reclassification as a common carrier service for quite some time. They've never liked it. These rules have been a decade-long fight for these industries. They don't like the idea that there are any regulations that encumber their business, particularly the fastest-growing part of their business, which is broadband services. The biggest question right now is whether or not and who acts first on net neutrality. Is it going to be the FCC or is it going to be Congress in trying to write a bill that effectively repeals and replaces net neutrality? At this point, Republicans on the Hill say they've always been really interested in legislation, but some Republicans say they would rather let the FCC move first. The FCC doesn't seem to be interested in saying, you know, one way or the other, whether it, it intends to act before Congress does. So right now, it's basically a game of wait and see or hot potato to see, you know, how net neutrality will unfold next. Well, Brian Fung covers technology and telecommunications for The Washington Post. And Cecilia Kung covers technology and regulatory policy at The New York Times. Thank you both for joining. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. And I'm Charlie Herman. And this is Money Talking from WNYC. 